Welcome back to No Nonsense Storytime. I'm Chris Panico. I'm Robert Hoffman. This week, we're going to be reading Caps for Sale by Esfer Slobotkina. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Here's the thing about this book, Chris, is um, I didn't know it until... Well, I kind of did. So I didn't know what Caps for Sale was, and then, and then I read it, and I remember it kind of, but I think... I remember like a retelling of it or something by somebody else. Huh. So I was unfamiliar with the pictures. I'd never heard it until I started working at the preschool. Hmm. Um, and we did it as a morning play once. It was really early in my uh, my tenure at the school. And for some reason, it stuck with me. And I thought, let's do this book. This is a silly little book. Yeah, that's a good one. It's not too deep. I don't think, at least. We I'm might. In too deep and I'm trying that was the first CD that I ever bought. Yeah? Yeah. And I still love that CD. Or that album, whatever. How old were you? Uh, middle school? Must have been like fifth or sixth grade. Because th- that's, a, that's a big deal, the first CD you ever buy. Because the first CD you have is less of a big deal. Yeah, because like your parents. Right. Right. So I mean, presume at least for people, and we're not even the same age. We're around the same age. Around the same age. Close enough that we definitely both grew up with this sort of like, like the CD was was still a thing. It was the thing for both of us. Yeah. It was the thing. Like when we reached that age of you buy your first music now. It was CDs. CDs. Yeah, and having an MP3 player was not something that everyone had they were like expensive like a really junky mp3 player was 150 bucks or something Mm. so cds and that was the first cd that i bought pretty cool and i still like it i'm not sure i could tell you the first cd i bought i have to think about it real hard i think yeah first cd i bought hmm i had i had cassettes before that but all Killer No Filler was my first um, CD. I guess it def- it depends on what you mean by bought. Like, do I ha- did I have to like earn the money, or could I have gone to the store with my parents, picked out a CD, and had them pay for it, and then it's my CD? No, I would say bought. Yeah, I, I think, and I like, I think I bought it with like birthday money or Christmas money, so it wasn't like I worked to buy it. But yeah. it was, but it, quote yeah, unquote, no, that was your money. My money. Right. That's different. Yeah, I think my answer then is I bought my first CD when I was 17 or 18. And it was Bob Dylan's Greatest Hits. Oh, that's a good Volume album. 1 and 2. And I, I love that collection. I got them not for myself. I bought them for someone else. Oh. The first CD I bought for myself, I might be wrong, but I would say... It's All Eternal's Deck by the Mountain Goats. Sounds right to me. And th- this was at a point where I had so many CDs in my possession. Really? I had but just you... never huh. went out and bought a CD for myself. Like, I got them as gifts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't buy All Eternal's Deck until I was at least 18. That's so crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Have you ever bought a cap, Bobby? A cap? A cap. Mm, if I did, it wasn't for me. Yes, I have bought caps for people. I've bought myself a cap. Yeah? Uh-huh. 
It actually looked a lot like the caps in this book. Oh, I'm okay. Not exactly, but very I, similar. I like those. Yeah. I, I just I like, was, I like hats. I thought it was cool in college. It didn't actually look that cool. That, um, that's my, that's you the know? thing about hats is there's, they're just so bogged down by the context of hats now. You can't. You know, hats just look cool. Yeah. And I just want them to be as cool as they look to my eyeballs. Yeah. You know what the problem is about hats? What? Is they are something that you have to go out of your way to put on. More so than, like, a shirt and pants, because those are necessities. Right. Quote, unquote, right. necessities. Um, but a, a cap or a hat is not. You know, right. you are being very intentional when you put a hat on and you're trying to do something. Right. Yes. Exactly. You're and trying to say, I'm this kind of person. Right. Or this hat looks awesome. And then like it, it creates all kinds of things. A hundred percent. It's people, hats are ruined by people who are trying to wear hats in order to be, in order to, you know, like yeah. self-fulfill right like the fedora is the big I know. like we're, obvious... we're, we're talking around it right now but yeah. i think we both know the fedoras we're talking about that is what we're talking about but i think it's true of other hats perhaps to a lesser extent or to yeah. a less cringy extent yeah and i think the fedora has ushered in this era of hats are bad that i think the, that might be true the make america great i th- I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think um i think you do have like a little bit of space with like sports hats oh yeah like yeah. if you have a, like a phillies hat no one thinks twice about someone wearing a phillies but then hat. again it depends on where philly. you are if you're in philly sure right but, but if, even then it does it does give you a context about you right it does say i care about sports yeah you know which says something else about you depending on who you're talking to i'm not right. saying it should again i'm not saying it should but it does it does that's true I, I, I'm going on the record right here on this podcast for the first time in my life and saying fedoras look awesome. I love the shape of a fedora. I do. Listen, if we lived Whoa. in a world... All right, hold on. Yes. I'm going to take a drink of water. If we... Take a step back. Take a step back. Leave reality. All right? Okay. New reality. There are no fedoras in this world. Mm-hmm. Everything else is about the same. There are no fedoras... It's hard to picture this because it's so ingrained on you what a fedora is and means. Yeah, sure. What's the other hat that's pretty much the same as a fedora, but it has a different name? I don't know. I think I know what you're talking about. I forget what it's called, obviously. Otherwise, I wouldn't have asked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, continue. Fedora. But they no don't fedoras. exist. No one's designed one. If somebody came out with this hat, are you telling me that's not an awesome looking hat? Just without, without the connotation. Just, I just like it. I, you know, it might be. The but you can't, you can't know. Yeah, yeah, you can't know. And I think that hats are very, like, it really depends on the person, you know? We yeah. kind of had this conversation at school a little bit about mm. cowboy hats. Cowboy you hats. You brought up how some of the kids would look natural with cowboy hats. Some, and some of them wouldn't, yeah. And others would make no sense at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same with any hat, you know? Yeah. Like... Some people, a cowboy hat makes a lot of sense. Some people, it doesn't. Yep. And places are part of that, too. You know? Yeah. Same thing goes for baseball caps. Like, can you imagine if I wore a baseball cap? <laughs> can you imagine? You look like, you would look like Charlie Brown. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, it would be good. It would be look great. Well, I mean, that's why I don't wear those. No, you would look good. When I was a kid, I wore backward hats all the time. That would look, look so much awesome. worse. That would look so much worse on you than uh, a normal hat. so cool. God, they were cool. They were. But I was, yeah. But they were. And when you're a kid, they're really cool. The same thing. It's the same thing as fedoras. I also wore bandanas too. It's ruined by kids who wear backwards hats. Yeah. No offense to you. <laughs> I'm not saying you were one, the one who ruined it. I you definitely didn't make it better. <laughs> you were at best neutral. Yeah. You you at best uh, just evened out. I was no Fred Durst, certainly. <laughs> Fred Durst. Did Fred Durst ruin hats? Is it depends on your outlook, I suppose. But Fred, Fred Durst, Durst ruined, ruined hats for our whole generation. Fred Durst certainly changed the direction of hats. Yeah. For eternity i would say yeah you will never see a red baseball cap the same since limp biscuit in the late 90s early 2000s hats used to be just cool maybe i'm wrong i wasn't there they seem cool I'm when you're thinking a kid. like michael jackson and oh okay i'm not going to talk about michael jackson as a person i'm not talking about that i'm talking sure. about like his image as a young pop star oh, he no. always wore a hat he wore like a fedora it wasn't a fedora exactly, but it was, it was like that. It was kind like of hat. that kind of hat, sure. Yeah, more like it was like the. Yeah, However, the coolest thing he did with that hat was throw it away while yes. he was dancing. Now imagine somebody you know in real life in the year 2019, <laughs> wearing a hat shaped like that, dancing in a public setting, taking it off <laughs> and throwing it, or doing like Michael Jackson moves with it. That person is the least cool person. Yeah, and it's it's wrong. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's. You know, I mean, that's why performance is performance. Performance right? is, for, yeah, you're right, you're right. But I feel like, I feel like when Michael Jackson was at his like storm down of the scene, you could go to like wherever people dance, you know, I mean, and he, do stuff with a hat, and it would be cool. Yeah, I think that's probably true. But I wasn't there, so I wasn't there. So either. I can't, I can't say for sure. But I do think that hats have really gone. To, and you know what, Limp Biscuit is is. <laughs> gotta be where it started it must be um if you're listening to this right now and you're fred durst um I please was, email us it no I, yeah, story time at i'm not gonna say sorry i'm not gonna say shame on you i'm just gonna leave it at please email us <laughs> your book recommendation fred durst and we will definitely do that well, would be amazing if you'd like to be a guest on the show frederick durst the fred durst book selection <laughs> that would be the most listened to episode <laughs> Oh man. Um, and now we're gonna start the episode. Yeah. Um <laughs> really run off the rails there. We sure did. Bobby, I think we can skip some of the background about the author. Yeah. Um she was from Russia. She emigrated to China after the Russian Revolution and then to America mm -hmm. and she wrote a bunch of books. Yeah. Author, she worked artist, with illustrator. Margaret Wise Brown. That's yeah. how she got her career started. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Russian feminist. Yes. Uh, artist. Artist. <laughs> <laughs> we just you know get get the yeah the, the main the main there. points the main points we got yeah. So do you want to give us a recap of this story? A recap. A recap. Yeah. Recaps yeah. for sale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> yep. 
uh, yes. Do you want to do it again? Do you want to do it again before I start? Go ahead, Chris, do it again. Do it again before I start. Say recap. Say recap into the microphone. Stop it. So caps for sale. Um, Alright, there's a cap salesman. And he wears caps on his head all day. Uh, he's got a he's got a bunch, just a big stack of them. Probably, do you count them? <laughs> um, I think it's so it's he has four of each color. I'm pretty sure. Is it four of each color? So it's like, I think it's gray, yeah, brown. Yeah, it's like twenty. It's like twenty hats. Twenty-one. Blue, red. It's, it's sixteen or twenty plus his own checked cap. Sixteen and twenty plus his own. Either way, just in a, a ridiculous amount of hats yeah. to have on your head. <laughs> yes. He walks around town balancing them. I guess this is sort of like his gimmick. Like, he's practiced his balance, and that's how he sells this stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh, he, he, you know, he catches people's eyes by having all these hats stacked up. Um, and he's, it's a slow day. He's not really selling anything, not making any hat sales. And he's hungry, but he hasn't sold any hats, so he doesn't have any money to buy food. So instead, he does what you do when you're hungry and there's no food and he went to sleep he goes to a tree he sits down he falls asleep wearing all the hats on his head for some reason then this is where things take a turn he wakes up guess what no caps all gone he looks all around him no caps (laughs) then he looks up he looks up the tree and guess what all the caps are there except each of them is being held by a different monkey all these monkeys are in the trees with the caps and he gets angry so he yells at them and he he points at them or what is he He shakes his fist yeah and they shake their fist and he shakes his other fist they shake that and then he stomps they stomp and then he does so in desperation he just throws his hat on the ground he still has his one hat i should have said that he has his one hat left on his head he throws it on the ground in desperation and all the monkeys follow him and throw their hats on the ground. Um, and then he gets his hat back, his hats back. He puts them all back on his head and goes and starts selling hats again. The end. Well said, Bobby. Thank you. What's that the moral what of the story? Um, the moral is that you should not sleep with your caps on. Unless it's a <laughs> nightcap, I guess. But I feel like no one really wears those. I refuse I refuse to laugh at anything you say that has the word cap in it. <laughs> just just so you know, as we go through this episode. What if I say something truly captivating? <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to laugh at anything you say that has the word cap in it. Alright. We're in. So <laughs> I was laughing at me there, not you. So Yeah, no, I, I feel that. Uh, don't sleep with your caps on. Do you think that's... Is that it? I mean, that's... Yeah, I think we've really captured it. <laughs> you better not edit out the silence. I'm, I'm not. What silence? Um. So, <laughs> I actually... When I was at a festival once, yeah. I saw someone... Who was selling candy in very much the same manner as this peddler was. Great. Now we know the setting. It was at that festival you <laughs> went to. It was at the South Street Festival. That's where it was. South Street Festival in, in Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Must have been. Um, and I'll tell you what. It was annoying. 
Yeah. It was really annoying. She had all these boxes of candy on her head, oh, and it was kind of cool, but she also wouldn't go away. Yeah. You have to tell her no, like, ten times. Oh, no. Yeah. That's not good. I was like, why don't you understand that I don't want Butterfingers right now? Yeah. Imagine trying to hard sell a Butterfinger to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I can't even imagine what that's like. Or what trying to sell these caps is like. No wonder he couldn't sell any. Yeah. He probably walks around this town every day trying to sell caps. He's probably sold all the caps he can. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a cap now in this whole town. Right. And here he is still trying to sell. And he's just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, like, the most nonsense part of this to me is the fact that he's walking around with 20 caps on his head. <clears throat> I can't. Mm. Like, what does he do when someone wants to buy them? Well, he just, uh... Oh well, well actually, we can get there because there there is nonsense in um in the later part later parts of the book when when he uh, later parts of the book it's like a short ten page story. book at the end of the book when he gets the hats back what he does is he first he puts on what the gray ones mm-hmm. yeah he, he stacks them, them up but he reaches up and puts them on he can't reach all the way to the top of his hat yeah. stack but yeah. he does in the mm-hmm. book so Makes we're gonna no have to talk about that he does do it so there's the answer. However, he does that is how he gets the hats down. Okay, so we don't know sense. what the answer is yet. But okay, how does we he do will that? have to talk about that because as of right now, it's nonsense. Yeah. Oh man, good eye, Bobby. Thank you. Very um. You're trying to think of one, and it's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. Give you time. Go ahead. I got nothing. Yeah. Um. I think the. I don't believe the monkeys either. Yeah, just there's like, something up with those monkeys. Because it's one tree. One tree. It's one, one lone tree, tree outside of this village with 20 monkeys in it. 20 monkeys. Each one has exactly one hat. You know, they're, they're so organized in that way. Yeah. Do they say anything either? Um, do they say words or do they just... No, they don't say words. Okay, they don't say but words. But they do do exactly what he does. Okay. Which, which that doesn't... That's not unbelievable. It's, it's not, but... I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's not necessarily nonsense, but it could be a hint. A hint. Which we'll see. Do we want to talk about this setting here? Um, we can. Do you have any idea? I don't know too much about monkey habitats or what what caps what caps come from places. It's yeah. like it's like a Russian folktale, right? Well, or, it was written by someone from Russia. Is I it, don't know. I, if... I thought it was like a like a folk tale that she she did a telling of. I might be wrong. I don't know whether that is true or not. Okay, it might be. Yeah. So in no nonsense story time fashion, we are gonna dig our heels and say that's true. It's true. Yeah, is definitely a Russian folk tale. Right. So it must take place in Russia. Must. Um, Do they have monkeys in Russia? They have to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they must oh, they must okay <laughs> otherwise how would this story exist how would they know about monkeys yeah <laughs> i only know about monkeys because they live in my country do they naturally live in this country or only in i zoos? don't think so I don't but they live they in do. zoos and i have been to zoos and seen them there yeah i feel like they're more like like Closer to the equator. I know there are like rainforest monkeys. Yeah. But I don't know. Jungle monkeys. How many different kinds of monkeys there are. Like, I don't know. I don't know all of the monkey habitats. 
There are actually, I know. Ooh, you know what? Aren't there aren't there like tons of monkeys in China that like that sounds live right. In the city. That sounds right. Chinese that's, monkeys. That's yeah. that's got to be true. Yeah. So yes. that's close to Russia. It's closer than we are. It's certainly closer. If you're a monkey in China, you could get to Russia. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So, Russian folktale, definitely true. Yes. Okay. Um. Great. Let's. Yeah, Let's so I, keep pushing along, yeah. then. So, I suppose all the monkeys in the tree are not totally unreasonable. Maybe maybe there's, like, a forest nearby that they live in, and they, like, come hang out around town looking for caps to steal and mischief to make. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. Maybe. I mean, really, it's... Well, can, can we just backpedal? Can we start earlier and see if there's any nonsense before we get to the monkeys? Because that is... Absolutely. A, yeah. All right. So... So, the monkeys... Not the monkeys. The cab seller. He walks around town, sells these caps. Now, like you said, you've eventually, you run out of people to sell to. If you stay in one town and you're selling... Like, uh, unless these caps are not good and they, you know, just break down really easily and you got to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. But then people aren't going to keep buying your caps if they're not good. Right. Exactly. And I just feel like these are quality caps. They look quality. They, they look good to me. So I feel like these are really nice caps. Mm-hmm. And you sell one and then you got that cap for your whole life. Yeah. But here's the thing. In this small little village, how many people live there? Not a lot. Not a lot. So he sells these caps and he runs out of people and he keeps trying to sell them. That's the problem. If you're a cap salesman, you got to travel. Yeah, that's true. Like a merchant. Yes. So here's here's what I think. I think this guy is a traveling cap salesman. Traveling cap salesman. He must be because he seemed like he's he clearly has worked really hard to balance these caps on his head, right? Yeah. So he's been doing this so. for years, for years. He would not have survived in this town for that long. But then again, if he's traveling, why is he still in this town trying to sell caps to people who already have them? So maybe he's not mm-hmm. a traveling salesman, and instead, he is sustaining himself in some other way besides selling caps. There's a side gig. He's got a side gig, or somebody's you know paying his bills for him. Or... Maybe he's independently wealthy, and this is just how he gets gets his uh, his kicks. Maybe, but he wasn't able to buy food when he was hungry. Oh, so he can't be independently wealthy. No. Um, I, I like. I think traveling cap salesman makes sense. Okay. Now, I mean, we only see him in this village for the course of a few hours. Right. So maybe know. this is his last day. He's gonna spend there now that he knows. You know, yeah. This he, yeah. he's been selling this village for a little while, and then he went out trying to milk one last day out of it, and it clearly wasn't working. No so cigar. he's just like, "All right, I'm just gonna take a nap. When I wake up, I'll get out of here." But he wakes up, his hats are gone. Little cap nap. Yeah, that's what he needed. So he wakes up and his hats are gone. Uh-huh. He wakes up and his caps are gone. His caps, hats, whatever. And uh, then the monkeys are there. Doing monkey stuff, being crazy. Monkeys would steal caps. Sure. Yeah. 
Um, they, I mean, yeah. I mean, they see they see uh, a situation. They're going to capitalize on it. They would. Yeah. They certainly would. That was a cap one that I said. Oh, was it? Yeah. I did it. I did it to show that I was better at it. I didn't even notice. Yeah, because I can, you know, I can just turn it on and off whenever. Yeah. It's like caps lock. It's a real feather in your cap. Come on, caps lock was a good one. You just jumped it with your bad one. <laughs> yeah. A real okay. feather in your cap. Like yeah. that's something anyone has ever said. <laughs> what do you mean? It's an old adage. You're an old adage. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> all right nonsense let's get back to it yeah fine so not necessarily nonsense that's the important we're we're here to get get rid of the nonsense so this guy fine he's traveling this is his last day yeah next he goes to sleep with all these caps on his head (laughs) that's not is that nonsense i don't think it's nonsense but it's definitely dumb it's right, like du- I mean, it's dumb? I've seen people do crazier things than balance hats on their heads. Yes, it's dumb, but it's also weird. It's also like, <laughs> why is he doing that? He has to have a reason because the easier choice is to take them all off. I feel mm-hmm. like having all those on your head would make it harder to fall asleep even. Perhaps it's a long process to put the caps on and take them off. You know? Yeah. And he's like, I'm only going to sleep for and I'm only half an hour. Why go through this trouble? Okay. Okay. You know what? I'll buy it. That's not nonsense. He just wants to save time. He's super efficient. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's he figures I'm I'm pretty good at standing still. I can probably sleep still too. Yeah, and there's yeah, there's also that like I wanna challenge myself to do this. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. maybe it's like sort of meditative for him. It's just like like just the discipline. Of always having that. His posture must you know, be impeccable. It must be. Um, so the monkeys steal the hats. And then there's the back and forth between him and the monkeys, which is really funny. Yeah. Super funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, believable? It is somewhat believable. So I think it's not impossible that exactly this thing happens. But I think it's much more likely that there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. Because he fought, like you said, he's only taking a short nap. Mm-hmm. What are the chances that this man sleeps for, I don't know, 15 minutes, and in this time, 20 monkeys come along, target him specifically, <laughs> each take exactly one hat, go up in the tree, and wait for him to wake up? <laughs> what? Why'd that happen? It, there's a reason. There's something going on, I think. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, okay, someone in the town owns all these monkeys for some reason. That makes sense. And they're sick of this guy trying to sell everyone caps. Okay. So he sees him go over the hill to take a nap, and he sends his monkeys to go steal all the caps from them. That makes sense. While you were saying that, I was Googling, and I know this is unlike us, but I was Googling, do monkeys live in Russia? Okay. And here's the answer. Monkeys do not live in the wild in Russia. These are owned monkeys. Okay. Yeah, okay. 
So they're owned by probably one of the wealthier people in the town. Yeah. The mayor, perhaps. The mayor. It's definitely the mayor. It's definitely the mayor. The mayor owns these monkeys. All the people were complaining to the mayor about, about this, this guy. guy who wouldn't stop trying to sell hats. Just like the person who was trying to sell me candy at the festival. Exactly. It all comes back to you. Isn't that weird? How it always all comes back to you? Yeah. It's just... My life... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My life was... is very... That's it just not... encapsulates a lot of things. <laughs> well, that wasn't funny, even a little bit. <laughs> it was pretty. It was a pretty quick response to me being mean. Yeah, I definitely to come back at it with the cap thing. Right, I def- so you're gonna do another one to ruin it. Go well, ahead. Well, no, I was. I was gonna say I definitely haven't been thinking of how to use that word for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I was trying to be a different kind of funny, and you ruined it. I thought you were gonna jump in and say like, oh, "I really capitalized on that one." You already used that, that one. Was, I would exactly. never use your I, I your didn't... cheap, terrible puns that you got from a discount rack. Discount rack i feel like there's something you could have done in there all right uh well you don't know what it is so where are we where are we (laughs) we should just stop pretending and fight (laughs) let's fight let's fight on the the next podcast we'll be reading us fighting physically with our fists by nobody if you have any suggestions email them to who cares at i don't i don't.com <laughs> or check us out on the World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because we usually say it Facebook and whatever. Yeah. Okay. So World Star. Um. Yeah. So the town complained. They told the mayor. The mayor sent his monkeys after this guy. Yeah. They terrorized him. Okay. Okay. And then he unwittingly tricked them into giving the caps back. They're so well trained that they're they... so well exactly. They're trained monkeys. They're trained to do exactly what the mayor does, yeah. as sort of like a tri- like a like a parlor trick. Yeah, and the mayor. This guy looks a lot like the mayor. Yeah. Do you man, know why? Because he's the mayor's twin brother. <gasps> the mayor's twi- mayor's twin brother. Yeah. Who sells caps? Yeah. So retcon. He's not a traveling sales cap, traveling, cap salesman. Right yet yet he... Ooh, yes and that's what ha- that's why he has all this money no one's been buying these caps mm-hmm. because no one wants them because why would they yeah. and he just walks around with these hats and he's trying to sell them to people no one buys them and the mayor supports him because he's his brother and he has to yep until one day he's like okay i'm gonna be really sneaky about this i'm not gonna kick him out because he's my brother and it would look bad in my public image as mm-hmm. the mayor so what I'm going to do is get my monkeys yeah. to take his hats <laughs> and he's just going to have to figure something else out to do with, to do with his life. Yeah. So then he becomes a traveling cap salesman. Right. And it, yeah, it ends up working for the mayor. Yeah. Like it and doesn't go the, the way he wanted it to, but it ends up, he does, he does leave. He must. Yeah, he must. So how does he put those hats all the way up there with his regular person arms? Um, hmm, good question. He puts them up there carefully. He stands on a chair. What? He stands on a chair so he can reach higher. That would elevate his head, though. He stands on it with the rest of him. What are you... 
He stands on it with the rest of him. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, the head stays. Stands on it with the rest of him. <laughs> what? There was there was a it joke book. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> there was a joke book that I had as a kid, and one of the jokes, and this joke this joke made me like angry as a kid. This was the joke. Okay. And you know the punchline now because we've been we've been saying it. But um, how did how did the kid bite his ear? Carefully. No, he stood on a chair. How did the kid bite his ear? Yeah, he stood on. He stood on a chair. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Isn't it the worst joke you've ever heard? I don't even understand the punchline. Exactly. Like I've come to. Is there like? I've come to like the conclusion that the punchline is. You like it. You as the joke teller are like subverting the idea that it's impossible to bite your ear by saying the problem is actually that your ear is too high up and not that it's attached to your head like your mouth. Uh But I don't know if that's actually the punchline or not. Yeah, like it could just be an absurdist joke. Maybe. Right. Like I told you that the whole no soap radio joke. Yeah. It's like one of those. Yeah. Which, if y'all don't know what No Soap Radio is, but, you should look it up. It's funny. But this... Okay. This was in... Oh, man. This this was in, like, a corny joke book. It was, like, corny... Like, like popsicle stick jokes. Oh, okay. So, it should have made sense. So, I just Googled, how did the kid bite his ear? And the first result is the Wikipedia article for Evander Holyfield versus Mike Tyson... that's awesome yep um so uh, yeah whatever i guess that joke is oh man i really wish i could find it all right yeah keep keep going anyway the putting his his caps on his head maybe maybe it's just simply that he can squeeze them down a lot and then they like puff back up yeah maybe maybe that's the best simplest yeah, answer. Uh, yes. Okay. That makes sense. Because th- if you think about it, squishing. I feel like I could take twenty hats and squish them one on my head. Depends on the type of hat, but I think so. If you push hard enough. Yeah. Yeah, and those hat. Yeah, they the hats stack up high in the pictures, but. But they're not. I feel like they sh- they shouldn't even be as high as they are in the pictures, being the type of hats they are. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, I think that's I think that explains it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. I think we. I think we did it. Yeah. I f- I found the joke, by the way. Oh yeah. Do you want me to just do you want me? I'll I'll just put a pin in this episode. Yeah. With this joke. Man walks into a doctor's office. Consider is torn and bleeding. What happened to it? Asked the doctor. I bit it, says the man. That's impossible, replies the doctor. How could anybody bite himself on the ear? I was standing on a chair. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's the joke I told. It was longer and worse this way. Mm-hmm. My name is Robert Joseph Boppa <laughs> Jr., and my name's Chris Panica. And this has been No Nonsense Storytime. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Chris, what's going on next week? Uh, next week, we're actually going to have one of my very good friends, 
also named Robert. His name's Rob Borchard. He's going to be joining us for a reading or an assessment of mm. one of his favorite books, Frog and Toad Are Friends by Arnold Lobel. Ooh. And um, it'll be really interesting hearing from Rob because he's also a teacher like us, a music teacher like us, in fact. But he works with students that are older. Mostly he does like, I think he's he does K through eight. I was picturing sort of just like 70 year old people. I've taught people that old. Yeah. It's I, actually, it's I really think fun. that would be such a good age to teach because like if you're taking music lessons when you're 70, it's because you want to take music lessons. Yeah. Yeah. I taught this one woman who was, I want to say she was like in her mid eighties <clears throat> and she like loved doing it and she didn't want to hear any any nonsense about doing a great job. And that's what we're all about. If you want to send us any questions or comments or suggestions, please send them to nonsensestorytime at gmail.com. <laughs> Sorry, I just got giggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can check us out on Facebook, Nonsense Storytime. Um, you could listen to us on... I mean, we're, we're powered by Anchor. Uh, yeah. And that puts us on pretty much all the you know podcast places. Um, personally, I listen on the Apple Podcasts app, or sometimes on Spotify, depending on what podcast I'm listening to. Yeah. Um, do you know who has anchors, Bobby? 